Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Anand. I have Srini here with me to speak about that hidden gem of a country. You guessed it. It's Georgia. Hey Srini, I know that you had uh, traveled through Georgia a while back. Tell me about the place. And give me your first impressions and final impressions to start off with. Well, uh, we had a very interesting first impression. Uh, just as you get out of the airport, you get the formal hint of the Soviet era with the large, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, grey statues and massive entrances. Uh, but then closer to the city, you start getting the European, the Christian charm setting in. Uh, en route to the hotel uh, from my airport, we had lunch in a local Georgian restaurant, uh, interestingly called the Tabla Dukani. Okay, and the first impression was solidified uh, with tastings of uh, Georgian Georgian cheese in the form of the traditional and often ubiquitous khachapuri. It is some sort of a, a cheese pizza and the kinkalis, uh, Georgian dumplings. I'll talk more about this a little uh, later. Uh, coming to the end, at the end of a trip, as we left Georgia, uh, spending uh, spending our last couple of days in Tbilisi, and that's the capital city, the feeling was of delight in terms of the charm of this lovely city. But then uh, there was a feeling of regret as well, as we felt that we could have spent at least a day more in Tbilisi. While the first part of the trip was focused on nature's beauty, uh, the vineyards and the Christian heritage of this country, uh, Tbilisi in the last few days was a, was a charm overload. The old quarter with its cobbled streets, the medieval churches, the food streets, the new, and, and the numerous boutique restaurants. And yes, of course, the souvenir shopping. Tbilisi is the perfect way to end your Georgia trip. And this feeling uh, of, of this uh, feeling of charm uh, stays with you for a long time afterwards. Okay, first things first. I've heard that this is the birthplace of wine. Is it? Really? How is it? How is the wine? Is it really the best test? Remember we met that person in Berlin, I think it was, when the two of us were traveling around there and uh, there was this person who came and said the wine is absolutely the bestest of the bestest. I don't know if you remember, that phrase is stuck in my mind ever since. Is the wine really has all that it's made out to be? Okay. When we think of wine, uh, normally all we th- all we can think of is Europe, particularly Champagne in France and Spain. Sometimes we think of California, Australia, or the latest center in South Africa. But very few people know that the Caucasus region is actually the birthplace of wine. Whether Georgia or Armenia is the actual place where wine originated is is a debatable issue. But then, other than this technicality, it is quite apparent that wine is celebrated and is an integral part of the way of life in Georgia. Uh, Georgians are very, very proud of their wine heritage. Uh, they also claim that the English word the wine is derived from the Georgian vino. There are also claims flying about, the locals will tell you all the time, saying that wine has been around in Georgia for more than 8,000 years. Some claim a more reasonable 10th century BC as the origin of wine. But yes, uh, wine is very important, a national pastime for uh, Georgians. In fact, the, the Georgian winemaking process, basically using uh, buried jars, jars called ovaveries, uh, in cellars called maranis. Now, this process is inscribed as an intangible cultural heritage by, uh, by UNESCO. Now, winemaking and in fact the drinking traditions are part of the national identity and culture. Uh, the wine uh, the wine drinking traditions especially are quite serious. 
uh, and quite detailed as well. Uh, I'll just uh, tell you a few things about it. One is the tradition of Supra. Supra meaning celebration. At every celebration, uh, you have the you, uh, you also have something called the Kansi. Kansi means you have to drink wine in a special large horn container. Uh, meant for latecomers who come to a party who are forced to drink the entire lot and then the inevitable kashi kashi basically is a famous broth of the georgian they're proud of it again here this has to be drunk early morning as a cure for hangovers which is inevitable after a supra now the supra that is a celebration as i mentioned earlier is headed by the tamada tamada is the one he's the head of the party who offers the toasts the toasts are quite important very elaborate and there are numerous toasts as as the evening progresses I've not had the chance to attend the supra but I would love to one day having mentioned having spoken about how important wine is to georgia uh, let's talk about the let's talk about wine in general here some facts okay for a small country of just 3 and 1/2 million people uh, they uh, georgians produce about 150 million liters of wine per year and yes uh, the variety of wine is astounding I think there are nearly 575 varieties of uh, grapes uh, to make wine in georgia Uh, we we had wine at every meal in Georgia. It is definitely quite nice. Uh, but hey, I, I'm not a wine connoisseur to comment on the quality of wine. I I and my wife generally just liked it. Well, 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 Mr. Shrini. Despite your protestations about not being a wine connoisseur, etc., you seem to have gained a lot of information about the wine and the uh, cultural practices and the traditions, etc. and uh, just in the interest of research etc i'm sure you must have forced yourself to imbibe prodigious quantities of of wine there i'm sure i'm sure i'll have to check with your wife on that but tell me about the natural beauty i've heard many tales of the landscape that uh, people have variously described as stunning and majestic and glorious and stuff like that Uh, well yes uh, scenic beauty is one of the hallmarks of georgia's attractions uh, remember that georgia is in the caucasus region or the caucasus mountains uh, the greater caucasus uh, running through the northern part of uh, georgia provides a stunning canvas of beauty uh, honestly we were mesmerized by the splendor of mount kazbegi in stepansmenda in northern georgia okay mount kazbegi is the highest peak and it dominates the mountain ranges there The snow-covered top looks amazing from Stepansmen. They're absolutely fascinating. One of our highlights of a trip. In addition, on the other side of Georgia, towards the west, again in the Greater Caucasus, uh, you have Upper Swaneti, and this is superb as well. Uh, Mestia, a small town in Swaneti, is lovely uh, and a scenic mountain town. Uh, 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 further ahead you have ushkuli town which is which holds the record for the highest continuously inhabited village in europe uh, we had opted for a self drive in georgia and this according to me one of the best decisions we had taken uh, driving through the mountains of kazbegi and the swaneti regions is simply a superb scenic experience beyond the mountainous regions as well the highlands are equally beautiful with their rolling vineyards Okay, staying in one of the Maranis, uh, that is the wine cellars, uh, vineyards, is an experience in itself. The highlands also give way to the lowlands very sharply, and that is a sight to behold as well, especially when you look at it from Signagi. The lowlands are largely dry, arid, and expansive, and but have a charm of their own. For example, um, uh, my experience, the drive across the barren countryside uh, towards David Karacha, uh, which is one of the older monasteries, one of was one of my best drives. Though as a footnote, I. I got lost on this route as well. One important mention now that we're talking about nature uh, is the Prometheus cave systems. Now this is near Kutaisi in western Georgia 
I've seen many cave systems across the world, uh, but this one is actually quite beautiful with its impressive stalactites and stalagmites, and uh, they have also maintained it quite well. So it makes up a very, very nice trip uh, along with the Okatsu Canyon uh, nearby. Basically, every part of Georgia, other than the highway between Tbilisi and Kutaisi, is a scenic pleasure. I would strongly recommend uh, for travelers to try out self-drives in Georgia. Definitely a huge plus in a scenic country. Tell me about your trip. How long were you there and what did you do there? Uh, I have traveled throughout Georgia on a self-drive vacation with my family. Uh, as always, uh, we've converted this personal vacation into a Reiki trip. That is a trip uh, for Beyonder, trying to get to know more about Georgia in the shortest time possible. Basically, it could be very hectic as well. Uh, but we had, the f we had a fantastic time. Uh, we did so many things. We explored the charming town of Tbilisi. We stayed in the vineyard region in Khaketi around Signagi. We discovered uh, ancient and uh, very beautiful churches. Uh, traveled high up in the mountains. We stayed overnight to admire Mount Kasbegi. We traveled all the way to the west to the upper regions of, uh, of, of, the, of the beautiful region of Swaniti. All of this in 10 days, which is dedicated to Georgia. Additionally, I personally also went uh, to Wadzia in the south, uh, which has a beautiful rock-cut monastery. Uh, went to David Karecha in the southeast, again with one of the earlier monasteries here. Uh, also spent some time in Machketa, uh, which is a very important religious uh, center. It has a lot of monasteries. It has beautiful monasteries and tombs. Uh, it is also a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Lastly, I also went to uh, Gori. Uh, Gori is the place where Stalin, uh, the, the dictator of Russia, of Soviet Union, he was born here. There's an impressive museum dedicated to Stalin here. Quite an amazing place to learn a bit more about history. For example, uh, this is where I learned that Stalin was af afraid of flying. So his personal train carriage was actually displayed there. Basically, uh, uh, all in all, uh, we, ex uh, we experienced a lot of what Georgia has to offer, uh, except for the coastal region of Batumi, which is on the Black Sea. We had to prioritize this due to the lack of time. Wow, the birthplace of Stalin is called Gori. A pun goes a begging out there in the interest of time. And to avoid uh, uh, murderous glances from you, Srini, I'm going to avoid that pun. But you know what I mean. Tell me, Georgia is a bit of a link between Europe and Asia, isn't it? Is it more European or more Asian? Yes, geographically it is right on the crossroads of Europe and Asia. But other than the location, honestly, uh, there's nothing about Georgia which is Asian in culture or in, or in the general looks or in religion or in tradition. I suppose being a predominantly Christian nation, uh, both uh, current and a large part of its history, uh, Georgia, both in urban uh, Tbilisi and the rural regions, looks and feels European, both in terms of the people, the culture, the city layouts, architecture, or even the, the, the beauty of the mountains. And what about culture, uh, traditions, etc.? What's there for the culture vultures, so to say? There's a lot in Georgia for the culture enthusiasts. A culture in the form of, uh, say, historical monuments, these abound. You start with the UNESCO World Heritage Sites of the Gelati Monastery and the Christian monuments of Machketa to, to various other scenic cathedrals, monasteries all across the country, uh, like Ananuri, beautiful, uh, Gremi, amazing setting, Alaverdi, uh, etc. Then, you know, there are many more. Every, every, every when, when you're going on a car, you'll find so many of them. Then you can also explore the cave monasteries of David Karecha and Vatsya. Vatsya is especially impressive. 
Now, if you want to immerse yourself on the other side with the cultural traditions of the Georgian people, there are also a lot of things to do. For example, one, drink in the wine. Uh, if possible, participate in one of those uh, celebrations of theirs and experience the tradition of the Supra, that is uh, drinking wine along with the toast by the Tamada, which I spoke about earlier. Now, the, uh, in, when we spoke about wine. Now, the singing, yes, the Georgian style of the polyphonic singing is actually a UNESCO listed intangible cultural heritage item uh, you can try and attend a cultural uh, show with this popular singing method in Tbilisi that is if you have the time or if you're one of those lazy ones uh, at the end of your trip you can take an, uh, an opulent steam bath and lounge around in one of the what do you call it Abano Tubani uh, sulfur baths in Tbilisi very much part of the Tbilisi culture there are natural uh, natural hot springs there uh, of course, no doubt influenced by the Middle Eastern bath traditions. And yes, lastly, indulging yourself in the local cuisine is part of the cultural immersion. Gorge yourself on the churchkelas. These are basically sweets of made of dry fruits uh, available all across the country. The cheese, as I said, the Georgians are very proud of the cheese in the form of kachapuri. Uh, many, many varieties and you'll find different ones in different uh, cities. Uh, then yes, the kinkalis, the dumplings and of course the wine. Let it be said here for the record that the way you have slyly mentioned the wine almost as an afterthought about gorging on the wine has not gone unnoticed. But tell me, isn't Georgia part of the Silk Route? What's the history of the place like? Yes, uh, Georgia was part of the Silk Route, but the secondary one. Uh, the primary one went through Iran onto Turkey. The Georgian leg uh, through the Caucasus, uh, Northern Caucasus, was primarily to avoid the political dangers of going through Iran, much like today, I suppose. Uh, though not on the main Silk Route, Tbilisi, the capital city, nevertheless was an important city of commerce between the East and West throughout its history. Now, the history of Georgia, talking about history, the history of Georgia does not have a long, continuous period or a, or a huge period of influence. Uh, early on, having adopted Christianity in the early 4th century, after Armenia that is, uh, Georgia reached its golden period and its peak under the rule of David the Builder uh, and his granddaughter Tamar. Uh, incidentally, Tamar was given the title of King of Kings. All, and she, she is, Tamar is actually the most important figure in Georgian history. But uh, Georgian influence peaked at this time and a little later uh, in the 12th century. Uh, since then, however, uh, Georgia has, it, has, has had its ups and downs um, and mostly it has been under foreign invaders, uh, be it the Mongols, the Arabs or lately the Soviets or now even part of it by Russia. Uh, but there have been there there have been local kingdoms, all right, uh, but not an empire of pervading influence. But one thing is important to note, you know, despite all the invasions, uh, Georgia has managed to preserve its essential culture and traditions, which are quite distinct from the other regions and other regions of the Caucasus. What about the echo? Is it luxury accommodation or basic or something in between? Are there enough choices available? All types of accommodation is available in Georgia, especially in the capital city of Tbilisi. But a disclaimer here, uh, in remote places like Swaneti, uh, the lack of good transportation connections would mean compromises on the lodging. Uh, but yes, uh, then the sheer beauty of nature all around sure makes up for it. So don't worry on that count. Uh, on my recommendations, one of the recommended stays uh, is, in my opinion, is at a vineyard in one of the Maranis wine cellars 
uh, in the wine region of Khakete. It's a completely different experience. Definitely recommend it. Preferably, preferably in one of the family-run vineyards. Second, uh, second of the must-do-stay recommendations, uh, I would definitely recommend that you stay in Stepansminda, uh, the foot of Mount Kasbegi. Uh, most tourists experience this majestic beauty of Mount Kasbegi as uh, as a day trip from Tbilisi. Entirely possible and cheaper, but quite hectic and I, I don't know, doesn't sound right. But nevertheless, I believe uh, staying here in one of the hotels uh, gives you ample time to, en- to admire this postcard picture of the Gergeti Trinity Church uh, with Mount Kasbegi as the, ba- as the background and it is so worth it. We would definitely recommend that you stay in this pricey hotel called the Rooms Hotel. Superb views and honestly it has been one of my best days ever. Coming to Tbilisi, uh, where should you stay and where should you stay in Tbilisi? Uh, this is a place where you spend up, uh, end up spending a lot of your time, Okay, at least 3 or 4 nights. Uh, there are options available from homestays, Airbnbs to fancy 5 star hotels all in a small area. Okay, but personally, uh, I would recommend, for me, the, the, the location of a stay in, in, in a charming city is very important. Okay, I would recommend that you stay in a three or four star hotel uh, in the old quarter of Tbilisi. A small region, a small area. Okay, this is the old part. Okay, with vibrant crowds, amazing streets which are dedicated to food and restaurants, the sulfur baths nearby. Uh, and the innumerable uh, souvenir shops and again also easy access to the Narikala fortress and its cable car this this particular small area is one of the most charming places I've stayed in stay here and you have experienced Georgia in a nutshell that's (laughs) that's my point of view tell me about the food in Georgia food food is one of the most important experiences in Georgia honestly uh, in addition to wine, uh, I suppose we've spoken a lot about it already. You got cheese, okay, and its variants. This is the ne- this uh, this is the this is the most important item on the menu. The most popular cheese dish is the kachapuri. Okay, basically it's bread filled in with cheese, like pizza. Okay, there are innumerable varieties of kachapuri, uh, with uh, each region calling in its own specialty. I believe there are some 50 plus varieties here. Okay, the next item on the menu is to definitely try out the kinkali, which is basically the local dumpling. A meat stuffed in flour uh, and yes, mixed up with the local spices, so it makes it quite distinctive from the general momos that you find in India and China. Okay, there are many other dishes, for example, some of them uh, with, with kidney beans, uh, lobio and lobiani. Okay, then there are ones with meat, uh, like uh, matswadi, kupati, which is a sausage. Um, Ojakuri, uh, Smeruli, chicken, the chicken squarely is beautiful and there are different types of kebab, you know, uh, this is the Mongol or the Arab influence. Now, one interesting thing that we found out that the bread, naan as we call it in India, here is known as puri. There are so many items to try out. Honestly, uh, foodie will have a great time in Georgia. Hey, you mentioned that uh, uh, self-drive is the best way to travel around here. Is it safe to travel around? And given the topography of the place, are the travel options comfortable? 100% safe. It is absolutely safe to travel around in Georgia. There is no doubt about it. Uh, we did our entire trip in Georgia on a self-drive uh, and at no point did we feel unsafe. Yes, maybe a little, a little apprehensive, uh, especially when we nearly got lost while going through northern Georgia. Okay, uh, the locals, one, one thing to remember, the locals may not understand English. Okay, so if you have to ask for directions, uh, it might be a little difficult. But yes, the locals are definitely friendly enough to try and you know guide you to the right place. 
public transportation is not that great or not that frequent uh, it may be a little difficult if you're planning to get get around by yourself uh, in my opinion uh, private cars or you know or group tour including day trips from tbilisi these are the best options and they are plenty plenty available and what are the must do experiences in georgia that everyone who travels there must definitely do uh, well uh, the must do experiences that you cannot leave georgia without are basically three one spending time in tbilisi in my opinion at least two days two full days um, explore the charms of this lovely city now you have the narikala fortress the cable cars Uh, the parks the markets the impressive cathedrals even old old churches and yes the irresistible charm of the tbilisi old quarter second uh, watch the gergeti trinity church in the background of the majestic mount kasbegi this is when you do a day trip to uh, to stepansminda third uh, visit the city of love that is signagi uh, in the wine region of kakheti uh, if possible as i've said earlier stay in amarani that's a vineyard in this region You know, I've heard horror stories of folks who visit Tbilisi and believe they've covered Georgia in three days. What a must-do for travelers that most tourists unfortunately don't do. Unfortunately, uh, that is true. Uh, many tourists end up uh, spending only three days in Georgia, uh, and that in Tbilisi. Uh, basically, what they do is they spend the three days in Tbilisi and then do a day trip to either Kazbegi or to Khakheti. Okay, sad, but it is quite popular. Uh, people often try to combine in all the three countries of the Caucasus that Georgia Armenia and Azerbaijan uh, and in the process uh, end up severely restrain restricting their itinerary in Georgia basically they end up missing on the essence of Georgia now due to this lack of time our travelers end up not doing must do's in my opinion uh, and there are lots <laughs> lots which i can talk about uh top 3 could be say one stay in stepansminda that is in kasbegi region Uh, most tourists as i said earlier end up doing only a hectic day trip from tbilisi okay then uh, uh, second is uh, visit the monuments especially the cathedrals and the monasteries of machketa uh, a unesco world heritage site it is under 1 and a half to 2 hours from tbilisi but people end up missing this important city uh, third thing is stay in a vineyard in khakheti i've said this again i said said this before but again cannot stress the charm of this experience enough Okay if you have more time uh, definitely visit the mountainous region of Upper Swaneti it's beautiful uh, visit the oldest continuously inhabited settlement in Europe that's uh, Ushkuli uh, the scenery is absolutely fascinating um, beyond this the host of things that can do man maybe visit the cave systems of uh, Prometheus near Kutaisi or uh, you can do that on the way back from uh, Swaneti uh, you can visit the rocket city of Oplissike Uh, this is a very old city it's an entire city cut out of rock nearly 10 centuries ago okay then you could also visit uh, this beautiful uh, muslim fortress uh, of rabati uh, in akhalsike in southern georgia okay near the, uh, near, uh, near near the armenian border okay you could also visit the wadzia monastery near rabati itself uh, this monastery is cut out entirely cut out of a mountain and hence quite secure from attacks it's it's quite impressive And yes, if you're culturally and religiously inclined, uh, visiting the remote monastery of David Karaycha uh, on on in southern Georgia on the Azerbaijan border is a must. Beautiful views and definitely a great experience. Tell me, what's an ideal itinerary for a an immersive experience in Georgia? How many days would that take? I believe uh, the standard eight day seven night itinerary, uh, which is there on our website. 
uh, should be good enough for a nice visit to experience the different flavors of Georgia. Uh, Tbilisi, uh, the Kazbegi region, the wine region of Kakheti uh, and Machketa. Uh, I would advise travelers of not trying to combine you know, uh, other countries in the Caucasus, uh, that is Azerbaijan or Armenia. But if you have to combine another country, uh, do ensure that you at least have 12 days uh, and you cover only one other country in addition to Georgia. So basically you would cover seven, eight days in Georgia and four or five days in either Azerbaijan or Armenia. If you want a more immersive experience in Georgia, uh, I would recommend, actually recommend this, uh, 12 days in Georgia, uh, and use the extra days to cover the Swaniti region as well. It is simply beautiful. Definitely recommended. And if one has only a week, what should the itinerary be? As I said, eight days should be good enough for Georgia. You cover Tbilisi, you cover Mount Kazbegi, uh, Kakheti, the wine region and Machketa. Uh, but definitely spend some more time in Tbilisi, at least two full days. And what were the top three highlight experiences in your journey through the place? There is no doubt on this. The top three memories are, first, walking around in the old town of, uh, old quarter of Tbilisi. Second, uh, watching the majestic Mount Kazbegi uh, from Stepansminda. And three, staying in a vineyard in Khakete. And yes, uh, the drives were fabulous. We went in autumn, but it was still beautiful. I can only imagine how beautiful it could be in spring. Any tips for folks planning or maybe even thinking of a trip there? I've heard of lots of issues faced at the immigration while entering the country, by some people at least. The planning process is the most important when you're looking at a trip to the Caucasus. First is the itinerary. Uh, given that you have limited days, which normally is, and the diverse set of options that you have, uh, plan for Georgia very, very carefully. More so if you're planning to cover multiple countries in your trip, as I mentioned earlier. Again, um, <laughs> this is my personal recommendation. Uh, given the scenic beauty of Georgia, I would genuinely recommend a self-drive in Georgia. Second, uh, yes, as you mentioned, uh, getting a visa in advance is critical. Uh, while technically it is a visa on arrival for Indians to uh, travel into Georgia, there have been problems in the past. Hence, uh, we recommend that a visa be obtained in advance by applying in India. Uh, so you may have to plan a little more uh, with a little more time. Yes, uh, Georgia has had a bad press uh, due to some visa on arrival rejections in the past, uh, but then they have taken steps to address it now. VFS now accepts visa applications for Georgia in India and going ahead is expected to be a smooth affair. Thanks, Srini. Thanks for dropping by to chat on Georgia and uh, giving us a flavor of the wines and the foods and the mountains and those lovely tongue-twister names of places. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. Till the next episode, take care, stay safe, and whatever else you do, don't trip on the usual. Thank you.